Welcome to the House of Lee NYC. Come on in, meet regular folks doing interesting things, and get tips for resourceful living. Hi, I'm Lee. Thank you for stopping by. In today's show, I'm going to take you through my tips for viewing the New York City Thanksgiving Day Parade balloons. Yes. So if you're in town and you've decided this is the year you're finally going to do it, fantastic. If you're visiting or you know of a friend who's visiting, please share this episode with them. It's chock full of informative tips and advice. (laughs) I've lived through most of them. Trust me. And of course, coming up later, we'll have shout outs and my New York City hotspot. It's a fun place. I went there with my good friend and poet, Keith Carter. You're not going to want to miss that either. So stay tuned. All right. Now, First, you need to ask yourself, what is the goal? Is the goal to just see the balloons where they are in place and you don't care if they're inflated? Or is the goal to go at a time when the balloons are mostly inflated? So that will change what I have to share with you. And then the third thing is, do you want to skip that and or also try to find a spot at the beginning of the parade? So I'll take you through those three parts in order. (laughs) And let's begin. So if you want to just view the balloons and say you went there the day before Thanksgiving, which is Wednesday of next week, then you're going to want to get there early. And by early, I mean 1 p.m. In past years, we could show up at 2 or 3 p.m. without too much hassle. But now, in the past, I would say five years, there are now police uh, barricades, or not the barricades, but you know those metal Uh, portable fence pieces, well, those are put up everywhere. And so they really do have to, what do you say, control the crowds. And the crowds are coming earlier and earlier. To give you an example, I would take my child out of school at 2.30 and then 2 o'clock. And last year, I think it was 1.15. And I think I'll do the same thing this year if there's interest uh, in viewing the balloons. Now, here's the thing. If you are going to meet friends, you need to tell them to meet you either farther south of the balloon viewing or farther north. So the balloons are lined up around the block. That is Columbus Avenue to West 77th Street to West 81st Street and Central Park West. They basically go all the way around the American Museum of Natural History. It takes up a ginormous block. And so you don't want to meet anywhere near there. I would say meet your friends at 72nd Street, which is convenient because there are train stations on 72nd Street. You've got the C and B lines at one station, and then you have the 123 train lines at the other station. The C, B lines, uh, the station West 72nd Street, is closer to the balloon viewing, but you want to meet south. And then so that would be optimal. If you're going north, or rather you're coming from north, then I would say 96th Street just to be safe because what happens is the closer you get, you will not necessarily be able to meet your party. You know, that happened to me a couple of years ago. I was supposed to meet a friend and she was literally across the street on Columbus Avenue at West 77th Street and we were waving at each other and we couldn't meet. The the barricade, the, those metal fence 
portable metal fence things and the police were there and they wouldn't let us cross, wouldn't let us hook up or meet up rather. And so we basically agreed to meet later. And then that didn't happen because the crowds were just, uh, the foot traffic was amazingly crowded. (laughs) So if you're going to meet your friends, either do it farther north or farther south of the viewing area. And I just want to make it clear that there is a security line, and, and, and I'm not sure where it will be last year. It was on Central Park West in the mid-70s. So just again, try not to carry anything. So again, make sure that you plan your bathroom needs because essentially <laughs> they won't be met once you're in it. <laughs> And I would take camera, you know, make sure everything's charged up because you're going to want to take a lot of photos, I'm sure. They do have lights on at night so that things are easily seen. You may want to bring off-camera flash, uh, sorry, off-camera lighting, and that can help, especially when you're trying to take a group shot and the lighting is bad. You don't want to do a flash, but there are off-camera lights that you can buy for 10 to $50 or even on up. I, I own a couple of them and I can put them in the links, uh, sorry, in the show notes with a link. So now I would like to take a moment to talk about food. <laughs> or drink. So there is a Starbucks, but you won't be able to access it. It's on Columbus. There's also a Shake Shack and you won't be able to access it, uh, have access to it until after you are done with the viewing. And even then I would say, no, skip it. If you have the mobile apps, maybe you can order ahead of time and just pick up your food. That might be one way to go if you can swing it. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure to mention that. And because security is tight, last year I went through the uh, start line with my son and they were checking bags. So again, travel lightly. Uh, What I mean by that, yes. So travel lightly. And what I'm thinking is don't even try to travel with coffee. Just be as pared down as possible. And so if you have children, avoid strollers at all costs. Again, unless you go early in the day. <laughs> Again, that one o'clock time is is pretty good. I mean, you could get there earlier, then you would just see the balloons. They wouldn't be inflated really, but they would be lie, laid out uh, get it in preparation for being uh, inflated. So again, no strollers if possible. Possible. They're going to check your bags, and that's what takes a long time. Actually, that was one of the bottlenecks. And once the bags are checked, the line I found did move rather quickly. Uh, and and so that's something you want to think about not taking with you. <laughs> But you know what? The fun thing is that after you exit the viewing area, then there are all these little uh, pop-up street vendors who are selling light-up toys and and little balloons on sticks, maybe even cotton candy, that sort of thing. And so it is a fun time. It's festive, and it's it's the start of the holidays. And and I do, if, if you're on the fence, just do it. Because you know what? Then you'll have a story. It's kind of like 
prom. You know, I, I really, I didn't, the idea of prom didn't really excite me, but the idea of being able to have a story <laughs> from prom was my objective. And boy, let me tell you, the story I have from my proms, I went to two proms. Oh my gosh. But I have the story. So if you're on the fence, just do it. Have fun. You know, may, maybe have a drink before you go if you don't have kids. Or maybe if you do have kids, <laughs> you may need more. <laughs> So now I'd like to talk about some tips for within this batch of tips. These are the secret insider tips. So, and I'm sure you could probably Google this, but I'm going to tell you that if you are a member of the American Museum of Natural History or you buy the day ticket for $23 plus, that's the general admission for adults, I think at this time, you can go to the fourth floor. There's a cafe called Cafe on Four, and they're open from a 11 a.m. to about 4.40 p.m. And you may want to check to see if they're still open at 4.40 p.m. on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. But they have a row of windows that overlooks West 77th Street, where a lot of the balloons will be uh, visible. So that's a great spot. Then there's another spot not far from it called the Aster turret. And these things, it's basically a round room with a bunch of windows. And again, it also looks out onto West 77th Street and Central Park West. And so that's one way to get a view from afar. It's on the fourth floor where the dinosaur bones are. And it's, it's, it's actually a pretty, it was pretty nice. I went there the other day just to check it out to make sure I could tell you that. And a friend of mine goes elsewhere in the museum. I wasn't able to talk to her in time for this episode. However, that's one thing that you can do. Again, another restaurant or and or place that you can go to is the New York Historical Society, which is on the south corner of 77th Street and Central Park West. They have an amazing restaurant called Story Co. And it overlooks 77th Street as well. And I think uh, the New York Historical Society also has special viewing tickets for members. So that might be a great time to become a member of the New York Historical Society and or the American Museum of Natural History. I don't use my membership to the museum as often as I should, but it's a great place to donate, you know, if you have extra funds. So think about that family membership. And a side note on memberships to museums and and other nonprofit organizations is sometimes they belong to a network, a national network, where if you're a member of one museum, then you have reciprocity in a museum in another state, in other states and cities. So that's something to look into as well. A side note to all these other side notes is that if you can get to Columbus Avenue before or after, there is a really fun store called Flying Tiger. And it's like an Ikea, but for tchotchkes and household items. It's really fun and really inexpensive. Again, Flying Tiger. And I know it's so much fun to pop in there before or after, which is something I've also done. (laughs) So if you can make it there, that's so much fun. And so now I want to get into shout outs. It's uh, I've got a simple shout out. It goes out to Allison Doenges. She's from New York by way of Vermont. <laughs> and so, hey, Allison, thank you so much for listening. 
in Canada. Thank you again. We've got more listeners in Canada. Thank you so much. And again, if you would like to be included in the shout outs, just please go to houseofleenyc.com and go ahead and click on that orange tab and leave me a message and I'll review it and hopefully you'll be included. And again, if you have good news you want to share, please send it my way. All right, so now if you're staying until the very end on this episode, which I recommend you do every week anyway, (laughs) I've got a special tidbit that you won't want to miss, especially if you're a night owl. And I just have to let you know that while I'm recording this, there is a lot of ancillary noise and goings on happening all around me. So if you hear a neighbor, (laughs) if you hear construction or any kind of knock at the door, it's just that kind of day, folks. Bear with me. (laughs) And I'm waiting for an Amazon package. Who isn't? Okay, let's talk about the day of the parade, or morning of, I should say. Now, if you are an early riser, then this is the event or activity for you. A lot of people come to the beginning of the parade, which is at about West 77th Street in Central Park West. And actually, they're setting up the bleachers now and the seating for the VIP viewing and for the newscaster station and everything. And so if you want to be at the beginning of that, you need to get here around 6 to 7 a.m., no later. And some people bring ladders uh, so that in case they're not up front that they can see from behind. It's crazy. Again, there are no bathrooms. So please, you know, plan your hydration schedule accordingly. There are Starbucks uh, shops that are at West 73rd and Columbus Avenue and West 76th on Columbus Avenue. And I'm just trying to think... uh, There's a Zucker's Bagels. I I don't really care for their bagels. Actually, they're really hard and the service isn't that great. But they do have coffee and bagels if that's what you're looking for. There's also, uh, I like Columbus Gourmet on the corner of 72nd and Columbus. They do a very reasonable breakfast. It's like a, you know, a joint. You walk in, you order, you pay, and then you take a tray to a seat. In terms of bathrooms, Columbus Gourmet has a bathroom that you can use. It's in the back. And Starbucks at 73rd does not have a bathroom. Uh, they, they, they cut it off to customers recently, and I don't know why. And then I'm not sure about the 76th Street Starbucks. I don't know if they've shut theirs down too. Who knows? I don't know. There is a Joe and the Juice, which is south of 72nd on Columbus as well. And so if you can, maybe bring a thermos, you know, and, and, and not even and just skip the coffee shop or skip the coffee entirely until it's all over. (laughs) Dress in layers because it may be cold and freezing and you don't want to be miserable, right? And again, in the morning, there are fun little vendors who sell tchotchkes and kids' toys and festive items. So bring cash and don't be afraid to haggle and negotiate and maybe you'll get a better deal. I know that uh, if there's something I want to buy multiples of, then I definitely ask for a deal. And sometimes there's a hat guy if you get cold. And so again, bring enough cash, plan your hydration schedule accordingly, wear layers, and some people, again, bring ladders. 
I don't know what the security situation is going to be like this year, uh, given all the things that have happened in the past year. So just be mindful to travel as lightly as possible. Again, if you can avoid the strollers, do so. And again, charge your camera phone or your, your camera and make sure you have a power bank with you. You just never know. This is not the occasion to run out of power, <laughs> whether you're going on Wednesday to view the balloons or on Thursday to see the parade, no matter where you are along the route. Bring a power bank and make sure that power bank is fully charged <laughs> and that you have the right cable. I know that's happened to me. Has that happened to you? Ugh. <laughs> So now let me move into this week's New York City hotspot. It is one of my favorite places because I love afternoon tea and it's called Bosi Tea Parlor. It's at 10 Morton Street down in the village. It's so much fun. It's charming. And you know what? The pastries are amazing. They have this new thing called a, well, I don't know if it's new, but it was new to me when I went there the other day and it's called a cruffin croissant plus muffin and I had the dolce de leche one it was delicious it does it looks like basically a croissant that was shoved into a muffin cup (laughs) it was yummy though it's charming and the thing is they have regular tables and chairs and then in the very small alcove in the back near the bathrooms they have cushy armchairs and I think maybe the term charming has uh, been played out because those armchairs and that's really where you want to sit and in order to reserve that those tables you do have to order the chef's tea service which is $60 per person and it includes a glass of champagne and it's away from the window uh, so Sorry, the front of the store. So it's nice. You, you don't want the table that's next to the bathroom. So when you, if you decide to do this, ask for the table away from the bathroom. And you will have to supply a credit card. And to get the chef's tea service, you have to give them at least a day's notice. At least I called 24 hours in advance. You may want to give them a call and find out. I'll leave their information in the show notes as well. But uh, getting back to the whole charming played out comment, their chairs, the the armchairs are comfortable. They're small, but they're ripped and they're kind of dirty. So if that doesn't bother you <laughs> or ask for an extra napkin and sit on that, I should have done that. But anyway, it's really charming aside from the chair issue. The food is great. And in terms of tea service, you know, you get little sandwiches, little scones and everything. And and they use true clotted cream, which is something that I always look for when I go to afternoon tea. And the service is really lovely. So you're going to have a great time no matter where you sit. And again, you could just walk in and wait for those tables to be available because I've done that before as well. But I knew that I didn't want to stress out about that. And so I went ahead and paid for the higher tea service for that ability to not have to worry about where I was going to sit. (laughs) Delicious, yummy. It was so much fun. And I I can't say enough uh, good things about the Bosi Tea Parlor. 
And so again, I'd like to mention the two new podcasts, The Practy Mama NYC Show and Seb's World of Sports. Now you have, oh, yep, and Cast Shop NYC Saturday, December 15th. Come on over and start your podcast with me. So now the bonus. Thank you for sticking around. Here's the bonus tip, which is, and I have been told by my friends not to tell you, but I figure, why not? You know, of the people who are listening, uh, probably only two of you are actually going to do it. (laughs) So here it is. Two things. One, if you don't want to stay for the beginning of the parade, but you do want to see the balloons, try going at 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning at the area of the viewing, you know, uh, the whole block, uh, Columbus Avenue, West 77th, Central Park West to West 81st Street. That That is what locals do. They get up really early, take a quick look, and then head out. <laughs> but here's the bonus tip. If you are a night owl and you are up and around in the neighborhood of West 79th and Broadway-ish, my friend, the one who didn't want me to tell you this tip, she lived off of Broadway and could see the trucks at night coming in from New Jersey across the George Washington Bridge and watching the trucks with the floats driving through to the balloon viewing area because they have to set up all the floats, right? And so what happens is you can watch that procession. And then, I mean, you know, we were discussing it that uh, the people who live in that section (laughs) where they're putting the floats together, because they're disassembled when they're driven in. And so there's a lot of banging and hammering the night before the parade. I mean, worth it totally, right? And so that is something that might be of interest to you. I don't know. I'm every year I think I'm going to do it and then I fall asleep (laughs) or I get carried away with something else. So if these tips help you, you and you make it out either to the balloon viewing, watching the floats, or the actual parade, tell me, reach out, houseoftheNYC.com, leave a message, and please share this with your friends and anyone you know. Please subscribe. And if you feel inclined to rate this show, if I've provided value for you, please do leave it with your favorite podcast app. Oh, 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 and another bonus is my homemade cranberry sauce recipe. (laughs) I will leave the link to the YouTube channel, which I started and just didn't do much with, but the recipe is there. It's no sugar added. So it's sweetened with figs and raisins and orange juice. It's amazing. I like chunky natural cranberry sauce and that's what this is. If you are a cranberry sauce fanatic like I am, you're going to love the simple recipe. Now, the one thing I just need to let you know is if you would prefer to use sugar, just don't add in the raisins and you can... (laughs) Or maybe keep the raisins in and still put in the sugar. Either way, it's all going to be delicious. So that is my special, special bonus tip for you. I will leave the link for the cranberry sauce recipe in the show notes. Thank you so much for stopping by. That's it for today. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.